0: Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Carmen Brands radio station.
1: Happy Friday to you. It's Carmen and Yurko. Hope everyone's having a great morning and an afternoon. No snow yet, which is good. I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as we thought earlier in the week either. Maybe a little bit down uh, around northwest Indiana, unfortunately for you, good kid, with a little bit more. But. Uh,
2: it's going to be a little bit further northeast of me, though. Okay, the, okay, Valparaiso, uh, Chesterton, Laporte. Okay. That type of area looks like it's going to get hit. South Bend, Okay, a little bit worse than it looks like. Uh, the Good kid's going to get hit. I might get an inch and a half to two inches.
1: Oh, that's nothing. We can handle that. Yeah. This thing, it looks like it's Ain't shifting no
2: it's, it's shifting east. Shifting, you said. Good. I would be surprised if you guys got a hint of anything out Thank by you. Thank God. I don't
1: want any snow. Meteorologist, when I come back. I swear yeah, to you, I haven't. think so. In your next live When life, I come back, kid. meteorologist. Well, we've got uh, a ton to do today, my friend. We're live in the old National Bank State Street studio. KD's in town. Bulls uh, host the Suns. Kaner debuted in the Big Apple last night. They had a lead. They blew it. Kaner was on the ice a lot, about 20 minutes, started the game. Big o- ovation, big applause. I-, I watched that game almost in its entirety, or at least I had it on one of the TVs. I won't uh, you know, pretend like I was totally locked in the whole time, but I wanted to see Kaner. What the reaction was like. It's a pretty good team they got in New York, too. And their odds have gone down a little in terms of winning the Stanley Cup since acquiring Tarasenko and Kane. The Blackhawks continue to strip it down. They did their job last night. They took a, uh, a tie game into the third year ago, and they lost. Good. And then they traded Max Domi right after. So the tank is fully on, my friend. Pat Boyle wasn't lying when he joined us yesterday. Or what was that? When did we talk to PB? Maybe that was Wednesday. If you
2: next. didn't think you knew Hawks players before.
1: I, I don't know good luck who's on the ice. Good luck figuring out who the hell's out there now. Seth Jones is out
2: there. Could be the Portland uh, Winter Hawks, for all you know. Uh, I, I, it's 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 well, rough. That's it's it's fine, but it is fine. That's the main difference.
1: That is the point, right? This is what you needed. Okay, good. Needed good this good. a while back. You might have been better now. Good. Uh, at the combine in Indy, there are things happening. Your guy Kalijah can yesterday. Uh, wow, everybody with his 40 time for a D lineman. The kid was scooting? Nolan Smith. Oh, my. God. Now, he's an edge rusher. He's leaner. He's going to run faster, obviously. He's not an interior defensive lineman. What did he
2: run? Four, like
1: four, five or something? Four, four, three. No, I thought it was four, three, three. Was it? No. I didn't
2: Sweet uh, Jesus. Yeah, I didn't see it. They
1: said it was the fastest uh, for any D lineman, I think, since at least 2003. 20 years. I mean, four. Did you see the kid from Northwestern? No. I, I put the paper on your desk. Oh, I missed it. I didn't yeah, I put it. it right on your desk. Open to it? the page,
2: right there for him. Uh, two A's, and I can't pronounce the name. I couldn't pronounce it when I was reading it. Two A's ran a four four nine defensive tackle slash defensive end. Wow. Yeah, four four nine. So there is some speed out there. Now, can you play football? Wow,
1: that's all. That's always the, the question that's mark. Look, speed, Ooh, but can you play football? Well, who was the kid from? Um, who was it that blew away the combine uh, forty time a few years ago? The, the receiver from Washington, wasn't it? You guys remember? Was yeah. it not John Ross? John Ross? Was, Was, it that, John yeah. Ross? Was he Ross? I, I might have his college wrong. Forgive me if I do. I thought he went to Washington. No, I think you're right Is on that, that right? Yeah. Remember, he blew the hell out of a it. Smaller wide receiver? Yes. Yeah. He couldn't play, right? I mean, yeah. so Yurko's right. It's that, not a yeah. yeah. end-all Leagues be-all.
0: Couldn't do it. John Ross ran a 4-2-2 <gasps> at the combine. Four. And Nolan Smith ran a 4-3-9
1: yesterday. 4-3-9, dude. Come on. I mean, it is pretty exciting, and it's awesome. Yurko's right. Can you play? It's one thing to run. Can you play football? And I think Nolan Smith will be pretty good. But I mean, what do you 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 and Waddle always say it? You still gotta go to the tape. Yeah. And let's see what the tape says. But well, it's easy to start licking your chops when you see a defensive lineman uh, go out and pop a four three nine. That that's something. Talk about a team that recovered from drafting them, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, that's right. Uh, the Bengals draft. got him, yeah. You went to Washington, right? York. Did had that right? Yeah, Washington. Yeah. Washington. Yeah. The yeah. Kid blew yeah. it out yeah. of the water. Come So the combine, you know, it's always it's amazing how wrapped up into what we get. You know, you Same think you're not kid, going Remember to? the
2: kid from uh, Western Michigan, Corey Brown? Was that his name? Corey Davis. Davis uh, Corey Davis. Davis. Yeah, Corey yeah. Davis. Yeah, and he's so another, another guy one. that came yeah. in. Uh, yep. Ran, you know, ran well. Western Michigan. Oh, look, this yeah. guy's going to go early. Imagine being drafted after him. I yeah. mean, you feel pretty good because the guy that was taken, uh, no good. No mm. good. And so, he's a local guy, Corey Davis, too, out of Wheaton, Warrenville, South. There you go. Went to Western Michigan.
1: We'll talk a lot about the Combine today. They're doing drills, things like that. I want to play the quarterbacks talking here in just a second. Courtney Cronin will join us coming up at about 135 from Indy. Mike North has the bonus play, of course. Uh, Meller's here with us today. Black is here. Abdallah's off. And when the White Sox game is over again, no crosstalk today. Waddle and Sylvie were on early for uh, Cap and Hoodie, who were off today. So hopefully you caught the guys at 7, 7 to 10 they were on Uh, There is no Waddle and Sylvie show today, uh, at least a little bit maybe truncated after the White Sox game. And Black and Tyler are going to go ahead and keep you company when the game is over. So we'll take you right up to Cactus League Baseball at 2 o'clock on this Friday. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud were talking at the Combine today. Yurko, I want to play you some sound. Everybody's talking about Bryce Young's smaller stature. Look, if he were 6'2", this would not be a debate. This would not be a question this would be uh, odds of minus 1,500 of who the first overall pick was going to be, be Bryce Young. Right. Right. I mean, you know, that's, that's just it. Mm-hmm. There would be no debating these quarterbacks if he weren't so small, but he is. Here's Bryce Young today talking about his small stature. In the conversations he's having with teams.
3: I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. Um, you know, I, I know who I am. Um, I, you know, I know what I can do. And, you know, for me, you know, I think it, it, it's fair. You know, everyone can, can speculate and ask whatever questions are necessary. But, you know, I'm going to continue to control what I can control, um, keep working my hardest to put myself in a good position. And I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do. And, you know, I'm just excited to get to that next level. I love the kid's confidence. I do. But
1: well, he's the guy uh, that just says, watch the tape. Yep. He's the guy that says, watch that's the tape. It, that's true, York. But, but with that said, I'd be scared to death to draft Sure. Just watch the
2: tape. Follow your own advice, guys, that, that do this. <laughs> Go watch the tape. Go watch the tape. Don't worry about me. Put on the tape. I've been this way for a long time. Here's Bryce Young. I wasn't 6'5", and then I just grew down to 5'10". No, that yeah. didn't happen. I've been here a long time. He didn't say
1: shave yeah. a few inches off. Yeah. No, I don't think no. so. I don't think so either. Uh, here he is talking about dealing with these questions when he talks to the team.
3: I speak my truth. Um, you know, I, I, I make sure I explain how I play the game, you know, how I see the game, my process, um, you know, how I'm able to, to, to get through things. Um, you know, obviously there, there's stuff of film and, and on the board. And, you know, it's just talking about uh, X's and O's. Um, you know, coaches I feel like, you know, I've asked about, you know, how I've, how I've gotten, um, you know, to. Throughout plays and through reads and all that. And again, um, I've been around so many great football minds being in these meetings and, you know, being able to talk about, you know, one myself and then be able to pick their brains and see how, you know, they, they run their offense, be able to learn from that. Um, you know, I think it's been a lot of back and forth and I'm super grateful for it.
1: All right, there's Bryce Young. How about CJ Stroud? Uh, first, he's asked about Justin Fields possibly being a great running back. What? How are these combine questions sometimes? Now, of course, he knows Justin Fields. They got the Ohio State collection, a connection, excuse me. Collection. And they got a collection too. I don't know if you know that. They got a collection mm-hmm. of Buckeyes. They, they save them. Yurko, here's C.J. Stroud asked about Justin
3: Fields. He ain't no damn running back. He's a quarterback, and he he can sling that rock. So I'm gonna stand up for my brother every time, and and he's gonna do great things in his career. And I'm excited to play with him. I
1: don't think he meant play with him, maybe play against him. I don't think they're going to be playing together. Yeah, I don't
3: think they're playing together. He's either. right.
1: Justin Fields is a quarterback, and Justin Fields knows. Remember what he said about that rushing record at the end of the year? He goes, Yeah, I'd rather set passing records. Thank you. That makes sense. Yes, it does. It only makes sense. You're it's a quarterback.
2: An yeah. That's an obvious. Thank you. Yeah, Here's uh, CJ But he Struck. was uh, one hell of a running back as a quarterback for the Chicago yeah. Bears last All right. year. Touche. He was their leading rusher last the year. Kids, the Chicago Bears. And he's a
1: phenomenal. I understand.
2: I go, Just listen, I, you're not going to tell me I didn't see what I saw. I know what I saw. Okay, see a gazelle out there. That's what you see. Hopefully things get, they transition wonderfully. I still want him to run the ball, Carm. A little bit. I still want Justin Fields to run the ball. I still want that. Yeah, you got to be a threat. You got to be a viable threat. When things break down, you've got to be able to go and you got to be able to move. We know Justin Fields can do that. And now the maturation comes with the passing. And this offseason, second year with your offense coordinator, more familiarity with Talented wide receivers, as opposed to the stiffs
1: that he's been given? I hope. Yeah. Here's C.J. Stroud. Have you thought about being the top pick of the Bears or possibly playing for the Bears? Here's C.J. Stroud today.
3: I mean, I don't want to go there. I mean, that's that's his team. So, uh, but I mean, I think I gotta do my I gotta do my thing. I gotta go build my legacy. And I know he and he's me. He texted me uh, yesterday morning. So, uh, me and him are, are brothers for life. Uh, the quarterbacks talking today. I th- do they throw tomorrow, guys? I believe
1: they do. Uh, the quarterbacks that are gonna throw. Um, I think uh, are on deck tomorrow. Yeah, I, I right? saw that.
4: Yeah, because uh, Anthony Richardson expected the throw. Will yeah. Anderson, I mean, uh, Will Levis expected mm-hmm. the throw. So
1: but is Bryce not throwing? Bryce is, is not. Right? Yeah, he's no. the only one who's not. I think the rest of them uh, are expected to throw. Yurko, I'm never going to be able to say the name right either. The the kid from Northwestern. It's yeah. You see that? Atta, uh, I can't even. Attawameh, Mewia,
2: I can't even. Right. Yeah, he's the kid that ran a four four nine
1: yesterday. Yeah, they're just saying it was insane. Yeah. Jeez. Because he weighs 282, I think, right?
2: Right. Uh,
0: Yeah,
1: that looks to be about right. So let's see if he can change direction now. He's 280, and he ran a 454. That's what NFL Network has. That's fine. Yeah, 280, 454. Woof. Yeah, but can he change direction? Can he change direction? Does he have Yurko's shuttle time? Well,
2: no, we'll see. Does can he change? So four four nine equates to a four zero, but anything under a four four nine be a nice little thing for a twenty shuttle. Mm-hmm. So he can transition, he can change direction. That's a good thing. And then let's put on the videotape. You'd have thought Northwestern would have been a top rated defense. You got a guy like this in there. They, they won one game. Yeah, well, so let's let's t- turn on the tape and Boy, see what kid, you get.
1: Kid move, man. Yeah. Holy we cow. Scooting—that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Usain Bolt can uh, move. I'm with you. I don't know what it means. He, he, You're, Usain uh, Bolt it, can move. Well, can he play football? No. So, okay. I don't know what it means, but I will tell you, just looking at him run down that sideline, that's impressive. He's scooting. Oh, scootin'. I'll give he's him scootin'. credit. I don't know if he could play, but so that's the Northwestern kid. Yes, that's the kid. There you go. I'm talking about the
2: aforementioned. Does that, does, does that like? And I don't know where. That's the, impressive. Especially know, if you can play three technique. But the ability and the speed to get around the corner, to me, is more valuable as a defensive
1: end getting around the corner. You know who had the record before he broke it yesterday? Who? The, which D-Tackle had the record? He broke it. That's the record, yeah. four five four. Right. So who had it? Aaron Donald. Yeah. No, but I'm what, not are, saying, what did Aaron run? Uh, I'm looking, York. Believe it or not, I, in the story that I have right now, I don't think they have it in here, surprisingly. you think they would have put it in here said the 280-pound the lineman ran a 4.5, 4.40, breaking the record for the fastest 40 time by a player at his position. The record was held by Aaron Donald, who is widely considered four, the 4.6.8. Okay, 4.6.8, there you go. So
2: yeah, 4.6.8 for a defensive tackle. The record was previously held by Tank Johnson,
1: who ran a 4.6.9 in 0.4. Damn. How about that? Nice. Boy, nice. Yeah, that is nice. Boy, Tank was scooting. Tank was good for a while. Remember? Yeah. He and Tommy together were. Of course a, that was I a, did. That was a good combo. And Tank got himself into a little bit of trouble, and you know, bounced around a little bit. But, but neither one of them had the poor Tommy had the injuries. You know, the knee, the hammy. Then he did what you did, the didn't hammy. Me? Yeah, similar to the hammy too. Yeah, just the, the injuries were killers. That's never fun. No, the injuries were killers for Tommy, and his career was shorter than it should have been because he was a hell of a player when he was motivated. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going the good old days. 3123323776. You know, why don't Sylvie were talking about something and we can bring this up with Courtney when she joins us cuz she discussed it on their show yesterday. They were talking about it this morning like, would you ultimately be upset if the Bears stayed at number 1 and just drafted a defensive player? I want to ask you about that coming up. 3123323776. Combine Bears. Uh, Bulls, Suns tonight. A lot of different things we're going to kind of knock around today. We've got some fun stuff for the day as well. It's a Friday. we got to have fun. Mallers here. Black's here. It's Carmen and Yurko getting you through this early afternoon on ESPN 1000. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko.
2: Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
1: And Yurko. Uh, Yurk, so what if the Bears just stay at one and draft a defensive player? Lotto and Sylvie were talking about that. What if the what if the options don't materialize the way we think? Like they don't get wowed enough by somebody that wants to go up for the quarterback? Houston knows the Bears uh-huh. aren't drafting one, so they decide to stay put. Now, you still have so many teams that might want to drunk well, yeah. Houston, which you're, you're makes not, it likely right. that somebody's going to wild them. But you're,
2: you're not dependent upon Houston going up to number one. Right. That's not who you're dependent upon. You're dependent upon other teams that are further back that need a quarterback. They're the, the ones that you're hoping for. You're they, hoping for Indy.
1: You're hoping for... Seattle. Uh, Seattle, Carolina, Vegas. That's what you're for. That they fall in love so much with someone, they don't want Houston to have that player, They look right? at all
2: four quarterbacks and say, this guy is crystal clear number one. We've got to go get him. We think he's going to be the future bench Mahomes. That's our guy. We want him. We're not going to get him where we're at. We have to go get the Bears pick. That interest creates perceived value. Then, if, say, Houston gets wind of it and they say, well, there's no way in the world We're going to get jumped. And we, too, concur and Ah, agree that this guy is crystal clear number one. And we don't want to miss out on this guy. Now you're speaking my language. That's the philosophy. And then if you're the Colts and you get wind of it, darn, we thought they were interested in Levis. My heavens, we thought they were interested in this guy. They're interested in them. We've got to go make the Bears an offer. Love it. That's how it works.
1: Good. Okay.
2: Would I be disappointed if they stayed at number one and picked the defensive player?
1: Yes. Me too. Yes. And, you know, even with the scenario, like what if Will Anderson is Nick Bosa? I'd still be – I feel like I'd still be upset.
2: I'd be upset. Right? Right. And we all be too. The overlove of quarterbacks takes place every April. At the end it of April, sure early does. May, there is an overlove for the quarterback position,
1: and there's an overhype at the quarterback position all the time. You pointed this out two weeks ago. What does that say? What is that – who's the third name on that list? Third name on that list <laughs> – that's up uh, this morning. Gunga Galunga. No, stop it. That's up his top, top at the top. Oh, at the That's top. That's up this morning.
2: Anthony Richardson plus five fifty. He is one hundred twenty to one at one point. Plus five fifty. It's becoming more and more of a reality. Plus. I hope he wows whenever he gets there at the combine. He's there. I hope he runs a four oh four forty. I hope he can set a new land ball. speed I, record. I hope he throws the ball 100 yards, and he's got the light touch of a feather. I hope he can throw it over those mountains yeah, over there. Exactly. That's a little Uncle Rico reaction, baby. That's what we're looking. That's for. Anthony
1: Richardson, Uncle Back Rico. in '82, I can throw a
2: pickskin a quarter it's mile. Way too early for Chris Ballard to get up on the pulpit and sit there and just say, "Oh, we're going to do whatever we want to do when we want to do how we want to do it." and We don't necessarily have this. All disinformation. Every prayer I told you the whole Sterling Sharp concept when. They, they went in front of the media and told him we have given oh, yeah. Sterling our best offer, yeah. and that is it. Yep. And that's what they said. We're ready to, and prepared to move on without Sterling Sharp. Meanwhile, Mike Reinfeldt's in his living room with the agent and with Sterling trying to negotiate a deal. Mm-hmm. So the whole time they said, we've given the final offer. We're not moving on. You know, we're moving on, and we don't plan on making any other offers. They're in his living room making him other offers. <laughs> so you can't believe anything NFL people tell you. Okay? it's all. It's not disinformation. It's I wouldn't even say it's misinformation. It's, missed, no? it's just they're not telling you what they're thinking, so they're talking in circles, right? About, about nothing. I wouldn't even say circles. Ellipses. They're just kind of in, in, in talking in figure eights, you know, which never ends. We're not going to take you anywhere. It's We're just going to keep going in circles and circles
1: and circles. That's it. Miss- I'm not saying they're lying. They're just not going to let you know what their intentions are. Misinformation is false or inaccurate information. Examples include rumors, insults, and pranks. Disinformation is deliberate and includes malicious content, such as hoaxes, spear phishing, and propaganda. It's misinformation. Yeah, I I, I was going to say it can't be disinformation. Misinformation. And I wouldn't necessarily
2: say it's misinformation. I would just say it's not complete. Yeah. That's what I would give you. So if both of those have got a negative connotation to it, mm. it's something else besides those two. Mm-hmm. What it is, is we're just not, it's a more of a filibuster. Uh, we're just going to talk for the sake of talking without giving you any true intent of anything that we plan on doing.
1: Yeah. That's what I would call I'm it. I'm not going to give you our real intentions yes. here. Yeah. You will we'll not find I, out. I think the Bears are going to still, I think they're going to find themselves in an opportunity to really add to their collection of draft capital. Maybe I'm just being hopeful, but I I cannot sit here and, and I don't think this is going to change as we get closer and see a situation in which they go and say, boy, we're just not getting what we thought we were going to get here. Well, as we'll just stay at one and draft Jalen Carter. We'll stay at one, we'll draft Will Anderson. I'd be stunned. I, I hope that doesn't happen. I just I, I don't see it. I think you painted the scenario, scenario perfectly. The hype machine will get going. Yeah. And it just takes a couple of teams and, and to the, be interested, and guys, there are quarterback hungry teams and right by The Bears behind
2: don't me. have to start the hype machine.
1: No, it'll start all in. The Bears
2: time. can just sit and do their analysis, do your free agency mm. work, do your stuff in preparations for the draft. Yep. Uh get your team ready for OTAs, the whole ball and wax. Let everybody else get the hype machine
1: working. Trust me, that's all they do in Bristol. It's every day in Bristol, right. it'll be something else. Let get up do it. Yeah. That's you know, that'll do the job for you. Randy's in Seattle. What up, Randy?
5: Hello, boys. How you doing? I'm good. Listen, I totally agree with you on the not using the first pick on uh, the defensive player if you can't get out of it. I think they get out of it and and take whatever they can get. I want to talk about Jalen Carter real quickly. And by the way, the the Will Anderson thing, I would rather have Carter than Anderson because we've had great pass rushers from the edge in recent years. We had Khalil Mack, who was instrumental in one year, and we had uh, 18-and-a-half sack Robert Quinn. And we didn't win a whole lot of games with that. I want an interior guy. But my comment on Jalen Carter, the way I see this playing out is there are three factors I think are going to come into play. Number one, if this goes further south, if charges get changed and gets worse, that's going to play a big part. Number two, I think it's going to be huge uh, when he sits and meets with Ryan Poles and what Ryan Poles comes away with from meeting with Jalen Carter as to who and what he is. And number three – is going to be if the Bears do something in free agency addressing the interior of the defensive line with a three technique guy, that's going to change the complexion of everything, I think, for them regarding Jalen Carter and going into the draft. Yes,
1: agreed. Agreed on all those points, Randy. That's why it's, for, you know, uh, this is fluid. It'll change because free agency is going to happen first. Well, we're a week away, guys. We're, we're, you know, or I'm sorry, about 10 days away, excuse me. About 10 days.
0: So don't forget, uh, March 13th, Monday, that's the legal tampering period. Right. right.
1: That's what I mean. That's 10 and days, right? And, and uh, next Tuesday is the deadline for the tags. It's all going to start coming into focus. Whether you like by it or Tuesday, not. It's coming into focus. By the following Monday, it's all coming into focus. I'm looking for more tags. I uh, Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I mean, they have an I think said it's Deron they, Payne. Their
2: intentions, it's not official yet, but they do... Intend to do it. And Payne, else?
1: I, I would think Lamar Jackson all uh, by Tuesday is going to get tagged, don't you think? I, I think, th- yeah, they're either going to tag him or they're going to get to a deal.
0: Yeah, The interesting one is the Giants right now well, with, yeah, Daniel they are, Jones. with Daniel
1: Jones. I mean, it's got no bearing on the Bears, really, but it is interesting just to see what
0: they do. But it uh, will eventually because... Daniel Jones and whatever money he ends up getting will affect the Bears and post, potentially Justin Fields yeah. and a contract and how you approach it. How
1: could they pay him what the going? Well, did right you is?
0: see? I mean, the report from today is that Daniel Jones wants more than the forty-five million dollars franchise tag per I'm season.
1: Crazy. No, the franchise tag is thirty-two million. And I guess I don't blame him, of course. But, but that I mean, tran- like, what are you thinking?
2: That's the transitional. Yerk. No, the exclusive is. So, there's two types of franchise tags. Right. There's non
1: exclusive So, you're exclusive. saying there's the exclusive franchise tag Correct. is 45 I'm sorry. million. Okay. Oh, the exclusive tag is that much? It's 45 million? I've got to look it up now. Wow. The
2: exclusive franchise tag. I always thought there was Can one you, franchise tag value.
1: If I'm the Giants, I am not doing a long term deal. If I got to franchise them, so be it. But I'm not doing any sort of long-term deal where I'm paying Daniel Jones more than forty million dollars. No chance. And I think you agree with me. Yeah, I,
2: it's, same as no all the other quarterbacks chance. we've called on the carpeted. We've called on the carpet saying, "Hey, you can't pay this quarterback. No, Cleveland, way. We, you can't pay him. No, you of can't course do not. it.
1: We,
2: yeah. Hey, guess not. who wasn't going to pay uh, Kirk Cousins? Washington wasn't going to pay him.
1: He had to go someplace else to get paid. It's true. That's I mean, the way it works. They paid him, but they didn't. You're right. They were able to, you know, and they stink anyway. But, I mean, I, they wouldn't have been much better with Kirk Cousins. Maybe a little bit. But, you know, we know what he is ultimately. Ericson Worth, What's up, Eric?
4: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I got a scenario for Ryan Poles. Everyone in the world knows the Bears are not interested in quarterbacks, quarterback. So, apparently, the bolt load that we thought we were going to get has gone down. What if he were to go ahead and tra- and draft the kid from Alabama, number one? Is there a handful of GMs that instantly go into panic mode and the phone just starts ringing off the hook and they may- may- maybe actually get the boatload once we have his rights? Thanks, boys. All right, thanks, Eric.
1: Um, I, I, I don't know if I follow that scenario uh, 100%. Um, there There are too many teams... There are too many in the top ten that want a quarterback that need a quarterback. I'm telling you, it's unless I'm really misreading it. Courtney will join us in about an hour. I, I unless I'm totally misreading the situation, the Bears are going to get offered. Uh, where you know, where's that? Um... What are the Bears going to get? Chris, can you offered? find Ian Rappaport? I heard Sylvie and Waddle play it this morning. You know, we we earlier in the week, Schefter was on, talking about you know, what the Bears are sitting on. In his opinion, it's gold. Chris, see if you can find that bite from Ian Rappaport on the NFL Network. I think it was yesterday. It had to have been yesterday. They played it this morning. And yeah, I what, heard
4: it. Yeah, I'm did you hear that,
1: Chris? It. And, when, and if you find that, we'll play that, too. Uh, unless everybody's totally misreading the situation right now. And, and, and sometimes it is too hard to know what's what's fact and fiction. I mean, because everybody starts playing these games, like Yurko was explaining. Um it's there. It's you oh thanks, Chris. Here it is. Uh they're gonna be wowed. He, here here is Rapaport Yerk talking about interest in the number one pick, okay?
6: Chicago Bears General Manager Ryan Poles has been very clear. That number one pick is for sale for the right price. It's not said definitively that Justin Fields is his starter no matter what, and obviously that evaluation process is ongoing. But so is the process about is he going to trade the pick. And from my understanding, there is significant, significant interest in that pick among the teams expected to show interest. The Texans at number two would make sense. Just a quick slide from one to two for the uh, Chicago Bears. The uh, Atlanta Falcons still in need of a quarterback. Obviously, that would be one to watch. The Indianapolis Colts at four have made it very clear. General Manager Chris Ballard, always open for business. Does he take a big swing? And the Panthers still have some questions as well at the quarterback position. No doubt they're looking hard at some of these top, top guys. So that is a lot of the discussion here. what's going to happen in number one.
1: Significant, significant interest. Now, maybe Ryan Poles pulled him aside and said, Ian, guess what, dude? <laughs> we're getting. This is crazy. We're getting significant, significant, and I mean all-time interest. in number one. that could be it, and he, maybe his phone hasn't ring. And that's Ryan pulls his way of. Hey, we need. What's going on here? I thought we had gold. I don't know. Nobody's calling me. So he pulls. Yeah, entirely possible. He pulls Adam Schefter aside. He pulls Ian Rapport aside. "You won't believe the calls we're getting. You won't believe it. That could be off happening. the hook." Yeah, but the, If yeah. I'm running polls, I'm probably doing that. I mean, uh, yeah, but the, he's
2: not saying who's calling. He said Jalosimo's calling. Right, exactly.
1: ABC, uh, we had yeah, a heating yeah. issue. Yeah, you ever came they came were out. had ABC came to see what the call. He's Grand not saying clients came yeah. over yeah. <laughs> not who's calling. <laughs> just that there's people calling. All the time. I mean, unless we're being duped and we're totally misreading it, yeah. I, you know, I, I hope Ian Rappaport's right. I hope Schefter's right. Maybe it just pulls me like, damn, nobody's calling. I better get on the horn with Schefter and Rappaport and tell them about all the phone calls that we're fielding right now. Three one two three three two 332 ESPN. Will there be a frenzy? We sure, uh, certainly hope so. Courtney Cronin will give us more detail in about an hour and five minutes. Mike Norton's got the bonus play as he does every Friday a little bit later in our show. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. We have a good NFL conversation happening off the air. We might as well bring it to the air. <laughs> we'll do that in a second. We love talking NFL, but Joe in Oak Forest wants to talk about the Combine. What hey, up, Joe? Hey, Joe.
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? So I got three quick things for you. So for me, um, it's it's not the NBA. It's not like you can uh, take the first pick, draft the quarterback, and then try to trade them like Luka and uh, – Trey Young, it, it doesn't work like that with, with the NFL. Yeah, I think um, that was our the, last
1: the, callers. Uh, I think that's what he was trying to say, Was right? I yeah. Think, yeah.
4: It, it just doesn't work like that. Right. The second thing is that the combine, it makes me feel so much better seeing all this defensive line talent out there about trading back and gathering more talent because there's so many guys that are talented. And the percentage of hitting and missing – it's so crazy. I mean, there's so many times that people, I mean, even like with Jared Goff and like what they did to get him and what they gave away. I mean, the, the Rams are in like draft hell for the next like three I years. Know. Um, so, and then the last thing is, Oh, well the kid, um, that Nolan Smith. Yeah. He was Oof. insane. And it, it has to help, uh, Jones or, uh, Carter, to do his job a little bit easier when you got a guy that's running a 4-3, whatever, coming off the edge, you know? Oh, and that's why you got to
1: look at the tape and just judge it on what you see technique-wise, explosiveness. Joe, thanks. And, I mean, that's what Yurka will tell you. Even almost, I don't want to say totally regardless or independent of, because they've got a lot of great players at Georgia. You know, you are scheming for a lot of great players. But make no mistake, I think when Jalen Carter's on the field, most offenses that they're going to face are worried about Jalen Carter more than anybody else, right? Yerk, and you still can go and look at that tape and see and evaluate. And this yeah, is Jalen where Jalen
2: Carter's a problem for offense, yeah,
1: even with or without Nolan Smith. I would think this is where you have to be good at your job, and I hope that they are up there. What if Cancey turns out to be the best one? And he might be. Well, I know. He's got and, some great pass rush skill that I talked to you and about. And you you see things in him that make you go, wow. And what if he is the best
2: one? And hey. this was upon initial perusal. When I looked up the top ten defensive tackles, I went and I just took a look at Jalen Carter. Okay, there you go. The next guy they had on the list, okay. The seventh guy on the list was Kansen. So I went and looked at him, and I watched his film. I said, whoa, whoa. And he's jumping off the page to you. So I said, whoa, whoa. Look at this. Wow. What's going on here? So And I came back, and I said, the guy that got ranked seventh right now uh, yeah. is one of the best ones in t- that's going on it's, right now. It's, Yurko's on this again like he was guy, with Donald. The, out of the these guy pit, that was seventh and he's his sh- defensive tackles. And it, coincidentally, he happens to be at Pittsburgh again. And the first thing I said is, who the hell is coaching in Pittsburgh? Yurko said it months ago. Because he's developing people, but they're not the same guys. The guy so, that
1: was there when Aaron Donald no, was there different. is they're not different. the same guy that's there now. So if you can move back and back and even back again and draft Kansi somewhere around 10, which you're, I don't know. I'm just saying well, they like, got him right now going 30th. That's what well, the uh, that's that, going to change. The
2: POA, the plan of attack. They've got him at 30th. So we'll know. see just, what happens. But it's got to do with it's got to go with needs, too. If they let Hargrove go in Philadelphia, mm. might they sit there and go, hey, let's take a look at Cansey," knowing that Fletcher Cox is a year away from retiring and Graham's a year
1: away from retiring? And Graham's an edge, but they just drafted yeah. a DT last year, not and they like him, but maybe they'd figure, look I think at what the we point is you're, you're losing defensive linemen. You're going to yes. be losing three yes. defensive
2: linemen. You drafted one last year. Yes, Might you be of the business to go ahead and do that again?
1: This is why it's a hard job. I hope they're good at it up there. But what if moving back a few times and just collecting this incredible pool of picks and you still somehow end up with Kalijah Canty and we look back three years from now and say, holy cow, look at this. For, he's the best one. It listen, works out so great.
2: for everything." That's a possibility. And for everything Akeem Hicks did or did not do here in the injuries late in his career here, when Akeem Hicks was on the field, he made a difference. Yes, he did. So that's all you're really looking for is difference makers. That's all I want. Is a guy when he's out there is going to make a difference? He's not going to make mistakes. He's not going to beat himself.
1: That's what I want. Difference makers. The other conversation, and we were having this off the break. I mean, the Lamar Jackson stuff really is interesting. Come Tuesday of next week, we're going to know one way or another. Uh, they're going to get tagged. They're going to have a long-term deal done, which seems unlikely at this point. There are two types of uh, franchise tags. You can put an exclusive and a non-exclusive. The non-exclusive will cost you more, and it means that player's playing for you or Nobody. That player can't negotiate, you know, um, these. That, I'm sorry if I said the non-exclusive. That's the exclusive, the the, the, the exclusive rights franchise tag. That player is yours or nobody's, and yes, it costs period. you more. The non-exclusive tag means that that player can go out and let the market dictate. You get right. The no, non-exclusive is still the same number. They, they'll agree to That
2: Another team can negotiate with him. That's what I'm saying. And then if they sign him, right. you've got a right to match. Correct. If they don't – if you don't match, you get two first-round picks. And I'm sorry if I jumped in. That's what I'm saying. No, no,
1: but you're right. So uh, we think Baltimore would – it would make more sense for Baltimore to put the non-exclusive to say, we love you. You hear the way we talk about you. We've been trying to get a deal done for a year. Go see and bring it back to us. What does the market say? And then Baltimore can say, we match, or Baltimore can say, thank you, Lamar. Now give us the two first-round picks. Whichever team is going to sign Whichever team is going to sign him. I think that's ultimately what is going to end up happening. I get we're going to know in a number of days here. Who are the teams that would be interested? Because you, there's I, a I, limit. I, I, I'll give you one right now. There's okay. New York Giants. Why wouldn't the they Giants have the cap space to put it? They, well, I well, guess so. They're, they're
2: going to pay their quarterback pay their the their same quarterback amount of money, way. right? Yeah. It's a good point. So if I'm the New York Giants and I look at Lamar Jackson at the age of 26 and I look at Daniel Jones at the age of what, 25, 26? Why wouldn't I say, hey, I like what I see out of Lamar Jackson and what he brings to the table more. Albeit there's been injuries and albeit yeah, that he's well. missed ten games in the last two
1: seasons. That's what you've got to take into account. The only p- Lamar's, a- Bar- Lamar's like four months older, by the way. That's yeah, great. Mar- he's like four months older. That's it.
0: That's a great point. Eric, the only the They'd have to walk that nimbly because the Giants have to then determine they'd basically be cutting ties with Daniel Jones because they make need to make the decision on him. Yes, yeah. and oh, so basically yes. They're waving goodbye to him, which I'm with you. I, yeah,
1: you know. But if I'm Dayball, well,
2: this is to me. It's simply what I know play. about my skills. <laughs> to me, it's a money play, though. You know, if if that's what I want to do, there's a team I could do it with.
0: Then they could they could franchise Saquon Barkley. Which, you know, yeah. Which we wouldn't I recommend know, anyway. I know you Keeping him for $10 million is probably a much better play for them than bringing uh, Daniel Jones back for 32 or 40. They're not going to give him the exclusive, so 32.
1: I mean, if I'm Dayball, isn't that like, you know, aren't I Liam Neeson on the phone and taken? Like, I have a very particular set of skills. I, I develop quarterbacks. Skills that make me a nightmare for people around the league. Like, but Are you okay? I, I'm, I think I'm Brian Dable. I'm Liam Neeson. If I'm Dable, I'm like, yeah, I trust yeah. what I can do. Well, with if I'm going to pay somebody more than
2: 45000000 million, I'm paying Lamar Jackson before well, I'm ever giving Daniel Jones
1: yeah. one red cent. Totally. But to Meller's point, like, does it put you in a trick bag with Jones? Hey, if it does, so be it. Yeah. I, if I'm Brian Dable, I'm like, I'd love Lamar here. Well, <laughs> and if not, I'll find the next guy that I can develop. Right.
0: Not even though... So, yeah, I think we'd all say we're willing to wave goodbye to Daniel Jones, put yourself in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. But then the question is, if the Ravens match whatever contract you give him, what's mm. your alternative if you're the Giants? Yeah, because you've it, waved goodbye it, yeah. to Daniel
1: Jones. It, it does put them in a little bit of, I see what you're saying. Like, you, what's your plan if it goes down that way? You know? Well,
2: I think, first of all, for New York Giants, it doesn't count as anything on your cap. No, but, but just bring up up point. like But what? until they don't. Until Baltimore doesn't match, that's what it does. And
1: then he becomes yours, and that's when you've got to make the you got to say goodbye to Daniel Jones. Well, that's no, when you say goodbye but, to well, him. I think Mellor's saying the other thing. Like, what if Baltimore then's like, no, okay, you've set the market. We love you. We got we got a deal.
2: Which is fine. Then you still have Daniel Jones. Do you? Yeah. He's a free agent. He's
1: a free agent. Yeah.
0: Because you haven't franchised him. So now no, it's that, that,
1: it, it is it is like when you start it's your, your. I think. No, I understand what you're saying, but Davey might just say it's okay. I'll trust myself. We'll go out and find another quarterback. Somehow. Also, realistically, I, but, what's the market for
2: Daniel Jones? I, I don't know. No, no, but, I, I don't but here know. it is, though. Though I can give him a tag until he signs it. True, he hasn't accepted it. True. If I get Lamar Jackson, I can then can instantaneously rescind? rescind the offer uh, of a franchise tag. He becomes a free agent. I get nothing back for a quarterback I don't want to pay for. What a fun game he, this but he is. Could also, but Daniel Jones <laughs> could also accept
0: it at any time, no, right? right? As long as it's there. Sure.
2: Yes. He can. Yes.
1: Well, this is a fun game.
2: I like playing this game. <laughs> but maybe he'd never get the franchise tag for me. He'd get a transition tag for me. And then Crispy's up a point like that. And I don't know what the compensation is, but maybe any compensation for Daniel Jones is good compensation. Who are the teams lining up for Daniel
1: no, Jones? Nobody. Teams need quarterbacks, though, yeah,
4: guys. Yeah, but those teams are going to take a quarterback in the draft. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Like, oh. no one's saying, wow, I hope that, that Giants-Jones situation blows up so I can snatch <laughs> Daniel no. Jones. This
1: is why NFL is king. <laughs> could we talk it like this in any other sport out Not of the really. season? No. Like well, I mean, so you can. We, you we, can. Can't. we talked like this when the White Sox were giving Manny Machado the best offer. I don't know,
2: dude. It which is. was never the best offer, but at least our guy Rick Hahn is smiling, you know?
1: and <laughs> Well, he's got Graffal. Wouldn't you be smiling if you had Pedro Graffal by I your side, I don't know Jericho? what the hell I'd be doing if Pedro Graffal was by my side. Three, one, two, three. Three two three seven seven six. NFL thoughts ring us I up. Think I understood this damn franchise it, crap. I'm going to need a refresher course. It's complicated. The, yeah. the, the CBAs in these sports, you know, it's not easy to follow. Always. I need a refresher course. It's, it's Carmen and York. We'll be right back.
6: You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's
0: home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: Hope you're having a great Friday. It's Herman and Yurko. We take you up till uh, White Sox baseball at two. Yurko, uh, before we get back to our conversation about the NFL and these calls, uh, today is a important day. I've often mentioned to you the significance of uh, maybe the earliest consumer protection act in the United States. You know which act I of which act I, uh, which uh, act I speak. The consumer Act. Okay, one. of the... <laughs> Yes, the Consumer <laughs> Act, do you remember? the Consumer Act. As a whiskey aficionado, which is, Yurko, oh, which would
2: which I love? Which uh, The Bottle and Bonded. Right? Ah, Yurko. The, the
1: Bottled and bond, bond Act of 1897, of one of the first ah. consumer protection acts That's in right. the United States, passed on March 3rd, 1897, when a group of uh, well-to-do Kentucky distillers, for reasons both magnanimous and financial, let's face it, got together and said, uh, quite frankly, the products that are being sold to people in this country are dangerous. Dangerous. And we need a consumer protection act so people know what they're drinking is actual whiskey, bourbon whiskey. And the Bottled and Bond Act was created. And there are many Bottled and Bond bourbons that are still available today. And they still uh, have to be stored and aged in bonded warehouses. The, the, I believe it's the IRS, maybe the Treasury Department, but I think it's the IRS. Can at any point pop in? And look at your books if you are selling what is claiming to be a bottled-in-bond product. That's right. So today is the anniversary. So uh, raise a glass of bottled-in-bond whiskey tonight. Now, some uh, that are very good are impossible to find. Yurko loves the Colonel Taylor. I do, too. Yeah. You're probably not going to find it on the shelf. You're probably not going to find Henry McKenna anymore. But there are great – you might not find the Heaven Hill. That's one of my favorites. But there are plenty of good ones out there. Old Grandad Bonded, uh, Whiskey Acres. From right here in our backyard, the right. Kelb yes. has a wonderful bottled and bond whiskey. Uh, Laws Bourbon out of Colorado is making a terrific, a uh, four year bottled and bond. Uh, bourbon whiskey that I would suggest you can go and you can grab. So I, what are some of the parameters of this bottled and bond? Bottle and bond? law, car. What are some of the parameters? It must be a kind of like single malt scotch rules. It must be from one distiller and one distilling season. One, dis- one distilling season. It has to be at least four years old. Four years of age. Of course, it has to be charred in New American Oak. Of course, it has to be stored and aged in a bonded, a government-bonded uh, warehouse. And it has to be bottled at 100 proof. 50% ABV. Fifty percent. It amount. has to be right. Yes, correct. Correcto mundo, Yurko. So those are some of the stipulations. We celebrate that act. Many important consumer protection acts would obviously follow. And it's Treasury agents. That I what I say is it IRS or Treasury? It's Treasury. Okay, agents there you go. Thank are you. Yurko. Assigned
2: to control access to Treasury the bonded warehouses. Agents. And or the distilleries.
1: Is the IRS like part of the Treasury Department, though? I don't know. Whatever. Oh, I do Whatever. Know.
2: It's Treasury There's So agents. much duplicity when yes. it comes yeah, to yeah. governmental offices. Yurk, we don't always that's...
1: like government things. Oh, no. The government is no good. <laughs> but, but the Bottled and Bond Act was a good one. So find a good one. And I yeah, will be drinking I, a good one tonight for sure. I know you will. As we celebrate the Bottled and Bond Act. When I pour
2: mine tonight, I'm going to show you. I'll, I'll take a picture Take of it. a picture, Yerk. It'll be good.
1: My, 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 might be a Russell's. Well, are yeah, they yeah not no, bothered? they're one ten. The Russell's picks are one ten. Okay. Yeah, they're one hundred ten proof, but they're at least fifty percent. It's got to be. least. No, I'm pretty sure bottle and bond has to nail okay. it on the head. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think it's the law is to-
2: required that the package contain bottle bonded spirits, blah, blah blah blah, and the spirit must not be less okay than fifty percent by volume. That, okay, there you go. Must not be less.
1: So if you have a ninety proof spirit, you can't do it. You do not have a bottle and bonded. Bourbon. i feel like most of the time when you see anything labeled bottled and bondo it is almost always, always that i can think of a 100 proof i can't okay. think of any that's labeled well, bottle I, and bottle I know
2: i'm it. reading that annoying thing they call the law <laughs> okay that's the annoying thing you know that they call uh, that way we know it's Thank not an irs you. agent Thank it's you, a God. treasury agent yeah. well i said it's one of the two i said I it's either you, treasury i know or, or, i'm being a smart aleck now where's loda Lodi? Jake's in Loda. Where's down. Lodi Loda is in Virginia. Where's Loda, Jake? Lovely Loda, fellas. Huge fan. Loda's about 45
7: minutes south of Kankakee. Oh, okay.
2: All oh, right. Kankakee. Oh, Kankakee. What yeah. up, Jake? It's lovely this time of year.
7: Oh, let me tell you. You're lovely Loda, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, but listen,
2: follow oh, Yeah, I'm, just I'm south dog. of Onarga there. Yeah. Onarga's uh, two eighty three. Yeah. Yes, we got it. Just guys. north of Rancho, halfway <laughs> in between. You, Here we go, I'd man.
1: say about two sixty five. You, you, you got him on the map now, Jake. Good job. That's <laughs> it. Exit two sixty five. What is your uh football thought, Jake?
2: No, just uh
7: I'm I'm actually a dogs fan. I'm I'm twenty seven, mm. been a dogs fan since about Georgia Bulldogs since mm. about you know, third grade and Really, just one thing, Nolan Smith, that caller a couple minutes ago, Nolan Smith actually missed the last 75% uh, of the year due to injury. Mm So, you know, you can't really say that, that he helped Jalen Carter too much as long as all those defensive players last year got drafted. But my real thought here, guys, uh, Bryce Young is Johnny Manziel 101 here. I would not touch Bryce Young with a 10-foot pole. I don't think he's going to do good. And like you said, whether it's size or not, he gets roughed around. He's not the same player. The one example I have is SEC Championship last year. Bama worked Georgia. Those receivers, they ran over and killed him. Fast forward a month to the National Championship. Kirby in that defense, they roughed him up, pressured him. He was a completely different player and not in the good way. So let me tell you, you could put me down on that one. I am not sold on Bryce Young. I think he's Johnny Manziel all over. again. Well, at for least my call, yeah, though, guys. Thank you, Jake. At thank least he's not a
1: jag like Johnny Manziel. So yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I totally love the comparison because Johnny Manziel was a jag. Was he an exciting college football player? Yeah, though. he was. All right, but maybe he's right. Just the size. Um, at least uh, Bryce seems to be a harder worker and more diligent and everything like that. But yeah, I, like Mel says, you know, what, what, what's the general rule of thumb? You want to ho- you want to hope that you found an outlier. I pr- no. I probably want to stay away from outliers. You know. Yeah. Or, or at least hope that my guy's going to be an outlier. Uh, they're kind of outliers for a reason. I don't know. Maybe Young will be great. But a lot of hope, if you ask me. That size would be just too scary. Todd's on the north side. What's up, Todd?
7: Uh, Todd from the north side. Hi, hey, Carmen. How are you, how are you up, guys? Todd, Good, how are you, kid? My question to you was... Offensive line. Like every time I call about offensive line, well, yeah, are we going to get it the draft? You're
2: right. It's important. Are we going to get it through the draft
7: or through free agency? Uh, I, w- one, of
2: one of each. One of each. I think. both. Todd. I think you're going to get at least three
1: new players in here. I almost think you have to. Yeah. And
2: well, if they went to...
1: maybe, maybe Whitehair's uh, back. Uh, I don't, I don't mean, know. What you th- well, I, I shouldn't say that. Lucas Patrick is going to be back yes. and they're hoping for a healthy year. Right. I think Paxton Jones, that's his name. Braxton is Braxton staying. Braxton Jones. You think that Jenkins and Jenkins is staying is for staying, sure. and I think Lucas Patrick Braxton might switch
2: over to right tackle Orlando Brown Jr. on the left side. Ooh. You hearing anything? I'm, You're I'm, the I'm, Mr. Uh,
1: Johnny I'm, Newsbreaker I'm these letting, days. I'm letting you know what I'm feeling. Uh-oh. I'm not I'm not hearing anything You yet. sure. Might have to make a phone call. Ah, uh, Yurko just might be here. He goes again, breaking news. I didn't man, break anything. Johnny handsome. I haven't done a thing yet. I like the way you said that. I don't know. I feel
2: like maybe you've heard something. You just don't nope. want to totally. You nope, no. I, nope. I gotta, I gotta get permission before I say anything. See, you're, you're, I, gotta you're, clear, you're, I gotta clear. I gotta clear. you the tower. You're,
1: you're tickling my, my. You know what? With a feather here, Yurko. Mm. <laughs> That's what you're doing. I, All right. I need a bigger feather. <laughs> Can't use a canary feather. I'm going to need a goose you're, feather. You're tickling all of our arses oh, with a feather right now, a, Yurko. a turkey feather, A little charm. tickle. I think Yurko's up to something. Uh, I, I might, sense it in his voice. I might need a South American condor feather to tickle that, karma. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up at 312-332-3776. Courtney Cronin at 135. We're back in two minutes.